man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hey, this is John C. John, pastor of Tana Creek Community Church, Mumbai, India. It is indeed a blessed privilege to be preaching with God's word, the Bible, as my foundation. I want to thank you for tuning in. I believe that you will never be the same again as you hear the message and allow God to impact you. Almost all Christians around the world are celebrating what they call us Good Friday. I do not know what motivates them to say that this Friday alone is good because in the book of Psalms it clearly says this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice. So whether it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all seven days of the week Every day of the year, I would call it good because every day is a day that God has made for me. God has made it for you as well. But obviously, there were reasons why they called this Friday as Good Friday. They connected with the death of Jesus on the cross. The death? Is that something good? Do you celebrate it? Oh yes, some of them do. Why was it good? There are many reasons why Christians would call this Friday as good. But I look at the Father up in heaven. He looked at his son who's being tortured, humiliated, beaten, and finally crucified on the cross almost naked. And people kept laughing at him. And when the father up in heaven looked at his son, his heart was broken. I'm sure his heart was broken. Because as a father, when I see my daughter in pain, I feel the pain. I'm sure he felt the pain. Will he call it good? I'll leave it up to you. But I thank God. Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I would like to tell you that Jesus didn't die on the cross only for me, only for Christians. Jesus died on the cross for the whole world so that you and I do not have to pay the price for the sins we do. He paid it all. All that you and I need to do is just to believe in Jesus Christ and then you are saved. What are you saved from? You're saved from sin. You're saved from eternal death, which is hell. You're on the way to heaven. The same Jesus who came to this earth 2000 years before, while he was going back to heaven after the crucifixion, he came back to life on the third day, which is which many people today call as Easter Sunday. Two days from now, the world will be celebrating Easter Sunday. We would call it the resurrection day. After that, Jesus went to heaven. Before he left, he said, I'm coming back again. Jesus is coming back again, my friend. He's coming. But now when he comes, he comes with a, a very special reason, just like the first time. But this reason is different. The first time when he came, it came, he came to save me. He came to save all those who would believe in him. But this time when he comes, 
is going to take all those who believe in him to be with him forever. Including me. I'm going. I will never ever have to go to hell. I have tough times on earth. I have challenges on earth. But the law will be over. I'll go to a place where there will always be joy. Where my heavenly father is. That's my life. Blessed assurance that Jesus is mine. Amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. That same Jesus loves you, my friend. He loves you. I would like to go into the word that I have been preparing in the last few days. One of my friend, he put this thought in me and I've been going to develop a message on the topic possibilities in the midst of impossibilities I will repeat that possibilities in the midst of impossibilities you may be asking yourself or you may be asking people around you will this happen can this be possible everything is gone look at the situation around us as of today there seems to be very less hope, but in the midst of this hopeless state or this hopelessness, there are many people who are trying to say that there is hope. This is just a short phase. It will all change. Yes, my friend, this will change, but it won't be the same again. That is true. When this phase passes away, when this huge plague passes away, the world won't be the same place just like before. But today, I'm going to talk about possibilities in the midst of impossibilities. Through human strength, through human knowledge and human experience, we can accomplish a few things. But there's much more to life than just achieving a few things on this earth. And I'm believing that this video will inspire you, will motivate you, will encourage you to go to that level of thinking and believing and understanding. Ezekiel chapter 37, the first few verses. Ezekiel chapter 37, the first few verses. Ezekiel had a dream and in the dream, this is what has happened. The Lord took hold of me and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. Valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. The bones were scattered all across the floor of the valley and they were dry bones. And he asked me, who? The Spirit of the Lord asked me, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? Can these dry bones become living people again? This is talking about Israel. Yes, the same Israel that you see today. That Israel that once enjoyed God's choicest blessings. Even today they will enjoy. But because of their disobedience, they have gone through tough times, very hard times. They were almost wiped out from the face of the earth. But God did not let that happen. 
Will God bring them back to that same state that he wanted them to be? That he dreamt about them before? Yes. But I would like to pick this passage and speaking to even our personal lives. Can your dry situation change? Can that parched land where nothing can grow, can there be a change in that? Is it possible, my friend? Everything looks tough. It's going out of my hand. I feel I would lose my job. Maybe because of this COVID-19, you may be scared, thinking I'm going to lose my life. Or how will my tomorrow be? You're worried about it. You're afraid. You do not know what's going to happen next. I understand that. Our tomorrow is not in our hand. As human beings, we get anxious. I understand that. But let me ask you this question. Can that situation change? Will there be a better tomorrow? Maybe if I put it this way. Out of the ashes, can something bright, can something living come? It's dead. It's burned. It's dried and gone. Can there be life? Yes. Ezekiel chapter 37, the first 14 or 15 verses, if you read, you'll get to know the rest of the story. God is asking Ezekiel, will these dry bones live again? You know what the answer Ezekiel gives? God, you know. Which means, you know when they live or not. I am not the one responsible. I really do not know much about my tomorrow or, or anything. But one thing that I know that God, you know, you are aware of it. You have, you have the complete authority over it. You have the right over it. God, you can handle it. I believe in you, God. If you want them to live, they will live. That's exactly what Ezekiel is trying to tell. And the rest of the passage is to read. God tells Ezekiel, prophesy over this dry bones. Prophesy, speak over it. My friend, that is the first thing I would like to tell you. Speak over your dry situation. By faith in the living God, by faith in Jesus Christ, speak over your impossible situation. Trust in Jesus and say, it will work out. I, I do not know how all these all these things are going to come together. But I do know one thing. That my God is able to do it. Speak over your situation. Trust God. Believe Him. And so God told Ezekiel, prophesy over these dry bones. And Ezekiel began to prophesy. And the passage says, as he began to prophesy, the bones began to come together. There was a huge rattling noise on that valley bed. And the bones began to come together and all the nerves and, 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 and every, no, every part of the bone began to be covered with flesh and skin. And when Ezekiel looked at that valley floor, he found one thing now. No more dry bones, but human bodies lying all across that valley. The question that came to him in the beginning was, will these dry bones live? Not will it just be covered with flesh. Not just half done, my friend. 
full done. Ezekiel prophesies again, and the breath of the Lord fills these bodies. They stand up, and it says, Great gathering can dry bones become living. If God wants it, it can. You need to trust in God. Trust in Jesus Christ. While I was reading this passage, the Spirit of the Lord took me to another passage in the Bible. The Gospel according to John chapter 11. There's an incident about Lazarus, Martha and Mary. Jesus was a good friend of this family. These three, Lazarus and Martha and Mary, they were brother and sisters. Jesus loved this family and the Gospel according to John, you, you hear about the death of Lazarus. And before Lazarus died, while he was very ill, his sisters, Martha and Mary, sent word to Jesus who was in a neighboring village, or maybe neighboring town, to inform him that Lazarus is not keeping well. What happens with us when we get to know our friend is not keeping well, or one of our family members are not keeping well, we rush to the scene, and that's what Martha and Mary and others would have thought that Jesus would run and come and, 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 and spend time with the family and maybe heal Lazarus. But as soon as Jesus heard this news that Lazarus was not keeping well, Jesus decided to stay back at the same place he was. He didn't come here. He spent a few more days and later he tells his disciples, let's go. The disciples are, where do you want to go? Well, let's go and meet Lazarus. And the disciples are wondering what happened right now. Jesus tells them that, you know, he's, he's asleep. They didn't understand. If he's asleep, somebody can wake him up, right? But he was trying to tell them that, yes, he's dead. So let's go now. Doesn't it look strange that Jesus waited for Lazarus to die? And then he's visiting the family. When Jesus comes into the village, or maybe the town, it's called Bethany. When Jesus reaches there, Martha gets to know Jesus is coming. And so Martha leaves the house and, and, and all, there are a lot of people there with Martha and Mary crying, moaning. Martha runs to meet Jesus and, and tells Jesus, I wish you could have come a few days early. My brother Lazarus is dead. We have, we have put him or we have buried him in a cave. Or the Bible says tomb, which means a cave in a, in a mountain or something like that. We have, we have done the funeral service. We wish you could have come early. But if you read the passage, you will get to know Jesus purposefully came late. And you have understood that by now. Jesus purposefully came late. Why did Jesus come after the death of Lazarus? When everything is gone. That's why Martha says, if you could have come early. Jesus said, if you believe. If you believe. Great things can happen, Martha, if you believe. Martha says, I believe. He said, if you believe, your brother can come back to life. And Martha says, yes, I believe you come back to life. But not today. On the day of resurrection, when all the saints of God around the world will come back to life. On that day, my brother will come back to life. I believe that. Jesus said, no. Not, I'm not talking about that day. I'm talking about now. Can this dry bones live now? Can your situation change now? Can there be a, a transformation now? Martha couldn't really grasp all of that. 
she goes back home and tells Mary, teacher must come. So Mary leaves everyone and goes to meet the Jesus and the people who are crying with Mary, they think Mary is going to go to the tomb and to cry there. And so they follow Mary, but they find that Mary is not going to the tomb. Mary is walking towards a direction where they can see a crowd. And finally, Mary comes to Jesus and she tells exactly the same thing that Martha says. I wish you could come a little early. My brother would not have died. They all believe, at least these two sisters believe, that if Jesus would have come a few days early, the brother would not have died, which means Jesus could heal him from his sickness. That's what they've seen all the time. Jesus healing the sick people. Maybe they have never heard about Jesus raising the dead people. Raising them to life. Maybe it has never happened before. They are not aware of it. Whatever the situation is. They believe that everything is over now. Jesus sees the situation. Then he tells the sisters, take me to the tomb. They think that he's going to go and cry there. Jesus did cry, but not at the tomb. But by seeing the situation, how people are connected to this family, his heart goes out to this grieving family. He understands the pain and so he weeps. At the same time, he's irritated with the crowd because they're sitting and crying there, simply making the matter all the more worse. You know, you'll always have people will come and stand with you, cry with you, laugh with you, joke around you. Sometimes it's just a waste of time, my friend. Be with the right crowd. Be with the right group. Be with the right team. Be with the right person. Jesus goes to the tomb and he tells them, open the tomb. Roll the stone away that's covering the entrance of the tomb. And Martha, Jesus, don't do that. Lazarus, my brother, is dead and he's been buried for four days. Jesus is not just a minute late, not just an hour late, not just a day late. He is very, very late according to the time of Martha and Mary. And maybe according to your time, you will say, God, you are late. You have not been there, but I wanted you to be there. But anyway, he gets the people to roll away the stone and the next thing Jesus does, he prays to his father and he calls out loudly at the top of his voice with authority, Lazarus, come out! My friend, that's exactly what Jesus wants to do in your life. Look at your dry situation. Look at your empty situation. Look at that situation where there's nothing. Then God and he wants to let you know that he has power over death. That same Jesus who created this whole universe out of nothing. There is no evolution my friend. This is the creation of the living God. That same Jesus can look at your empty life, your dry and dead and God life and he can say, Lazarus come out. He can say, let life come out. You know what happened next? Lazarus walks out of the tomb. Lazarus is walking out of the tomb with a little difficulty because they have kind of, you know, wrapped him with uh, all those clothes that they generally wrap dead bodies with. And so he's not able to walk freely. Jesus asks the people, just untie him, remove all those, you know, bondages. 
Remove those bondages. Let Lazarus walk out free. My friend, he is able to bring you out of your situation, to break those bondages and to set you free. My Jesus is able to do that. He can speak into your dry situation. He can speak into your death situation and he can change it. But all you need to do is have faith in him. Trust in him. He can change your impossibilities into a possibility. There is a possibility in your impossibility, my friend. If there is. Trust me. I've experienced this every day of my life. Last 41 years out of which at least 21 years that I've served my master. When I'm mature enough to say I have seen it happen again and again. It is possible. It is possible. Try bones. That situation. Then I'm gone. You can write it off. But he is there. Your boss may write it off. Your leaders may write it off. Your parents may write it off. Your family may write it off. Anyone, your doctor could say, no, not possible. But let me tell you, allow him to speak into your situation. Trust in him. And let the Holy Spirit fill you. And may you speak into your situation. There is a possibility, my friend. There is a possibility. Our God is a God of possibilities. Not of impossibilities. That same God who created the world can create a new era in your life. I believe that. With my Father, with my God, all things are possible. All things are possible. I, I pray that in your life, that same experience that I had, you will have it as well. Your impossibilities will become possible. May the Lord richly bless you.